what's going on boys and girls it's tom and it's jamie welcome to the chronicles of podcast the chronicles of 2003 2023 The metal community, who not too long ago would get arrested for having long hair and tattoos in Nepal, along with the help of metal bands from as far away as Switzerland, started Metal for Nepal. It began as a series of fundraising gigs in 14... How are you doing? Are you okay today? Yeah, I'm yeah. good, man. Just uh, enjoyed the festival. Yeah. The weather was not that good last night, so I hope it stays more sunny this for Fingers crossed. It's meant to be unbelievable tomorrow. I it's been like 26 and no clouds. I would love to see Thank this cross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. to see that because I was really struggling last night to sleep in. I slept it back. Was not made for that, but I smoothed it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's freezing last night. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Can't seem to make some ornaments, whether it's bright sunshine the next minute and then cloudy the next. Like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, English weather, I suppose, right? Exactly that. Like <laughs> so, metal for the pole, then. What exactly is it? Right, so. Thanks, <laughs> I'm trying to summarize it so I don't have to tell you the whole thing. So basically, long story short, it's a UK registered charity which aims to unite like global heavy metal and tattoo community, uh, basically to give some access to education for some of the children in Nepal. Um, so the way we go about it is basically the love for heavy metal that we have. So I, we organize a metal festival in Nepal called Silence Festival. Yeah, uh, we're doing it since 2011. So over the years, we had quite a few bands who came and headlined our festival. And all, I also managed a band called Antaside Nepal, and it's a band from Kathmandu. And, uh, you know, we are fortunate enough to be a band from Nepal who actually have had some luck with the Western Circuit. We toured the UK a couple of times, played downward festival, but none. So over the years, by being a band and doing a festival, we figured we had created a, a network of people brothers and family over the years right so uh, yeah that's how we started really you know and then when the pandemic hit uh, we found that we should do something about it and uh, the initial conversation was just among us you know let's do something at the festival or as a, as, a, as a band and then we thought like why not do something like we did in 2015 um, I'm sure you do know that in 2015 we had a massive earthquake in Nepal right so at the time we had some friends in Switzerland, uh, the Baths basically, who had come and play our festival already. So they started a non-profit organization called No Silence for Nepal. And uh, through that, we were able to build uh, more than 324 hopes, if I'm not mistaken, something rather reasonable. Uh, in the epicenter of the earthquake, basically, in Gorka region in Nepal. Uh, so we did that, and then we had left it like that. Do you know what I mean? So when the, the, the pandemic hit and there was a uh, scene where a lot of migrant workers from Nepal to India or India to Nepal were stranded because there was a lockdown, uh, no access to food and water, you know, so we thought we might do something about it. But then we had a memory of what happened in 2015, right? So we just like, hey, let's do something like that. Well, it doesn't make sense to go back to our Swiss friends again. We'd be like, dude, we need another help. Yeah, also, yeah. they're like, hey, let's just set something up ourselves, you know, this time. So, yeah, it was like, okay, and I'm based here in London, so it makes sense to just start something here, you know. That's how Battles in Nepal was kind of, you know, so we have to read maybe, right? It's the, the early charity was for No Silence for Nepal. So we thought that was too long. But we just thought Battles in Nepal is super straightforward, in your face, nothing to explain, you know. Uh, so that was, that's how we started. And uh, then 
because we were doing clouded customers, so we were the only one festival who was breaking international lands. And then I come to realize there's lots of tattoo ventures that's happening in Nepal, which brings uh, an amazing high-profile tattoo artist from all over the world, you know. These people are one who comes to our festival all the time. We build their collection all the time. Capital is so small, you know. So we reached out to guys who organized this international tattoo convention. And I said, look, every metal and tattoos are so hand in hand. And we're creating something unique in Nepal. And it's it's both topics of something society found, not, not, not that long ago in Nepal. So it's like, why don't we mix these things together and see if we can do something, you know? And that's where the charity element, sorry, the casual element came in. It. And, uh, yeah, we didn't want to change the, like the name to say like tattoo for Nepal or metal slash tattoo for Nepal. You know what I mean? Because when we go to medicine, so we do go to tattoo crisis as well, and we get a lot of questions around like, why not tattoo from Nepal? I just said like you kept too late in the day, bro. You know, like, you, 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 we already had done that. You know? But it's 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 uh, 50% heavy metal, 50% tattoo. You know, and uh, it's what we do. That's amazing. Sorry, I don't know how else to shorten it because it's it's so unique no, no. such a really form that we love without any much thought crosses involved in it you see what I mean so whenever I have to explain it I, I get lost in my head yeah, yeah. I'm like which one I see which one I don't say it to. <laughs> you don't want a shorten either it's such an important message and an important thing you're trying to do that you don't want the short version you yeah. want to know what is going on or why you're trying to help people it's, it's really important but what what is the aim what are you trying to actually achieve is it build houses or what, what? right so so the the early comeback with the with the tattoo and you know as a medal for Nepal as a UK registered charity, our aim was mostly to respond to a humanitarian crisis at the border, right? Because we're talking about people not having access to food and what. So at the time, I we picked few of the local grassroots organizations who were working at the border, and so then we were supplying their funds. And then we thought they would feel us getting basic ladies like people size me But then slowly once it subsides, like you know, we had a choice to just like leave it like we did in 2015 because you know the problem is being somehow resolved in whatever capacity. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I just was talking to my friend and we were just like, hey, you know, every time we're trying to do something like this, like we aren't really understand how much of a sense of belonging these two subcultures to like have now you know so it's like this is really cool why don't we continue because everybody's willing to help us out you know and then I feel coming from Nepal myself uh, wherever I go into Cricket Mountain and stuff and you really see what life like there so people who actually live there not who's going on a holiday to just you know eat the beauty of place why not so I was like and, and then these people have this um, what's the word I'm after? They're kind of stuck in this this cycle of poverty, isn't it? Right? Their dad was poor, probably their grandfather was poor too. And for a country like Nepal, and I could be wrong, but from within my capacity of thinking, I feel the only chance they have is access to education to do something about about their their circumstances in life, right? Um, just give you an example, like, you know, if you go to, I don't know, Everest Base Camp or something like that, and then you will see a lot of people are porters there, right? And lots of people who are into mountaineering really want to help the porter community, which is absolutely commendable, and I, I absolutely think that's so important to do that. I think, but what about the children of that? Like, we don't want them to be porters. Or, or my thing is, even if, if they want to be a porter, I want them to be an educated porter, right? Like, so that they have kind of 
create a trade out of it where they are fairly paid and you know you know all sort of things at least they can speak for themselves right yeah that's where we felt like maybe we should continue so we dropped the humanitarian crisis sort of thing and then now really focus on welfare and access to education for some of the most disadvantaged children in nepal it's amazing no, you guys you guys are doing incredible work it's actually amazing we try but what could what can people do to help? What can people do to help you guys? Right. So we do have a very conventional settings, as in like we are a UK registered charity. You could go to our website and make a donations there like you would do for any other charity. But one of the things that we are uh, pretty hung up about is this is about art. So this is purely heavy metal and tattoos for us, right? So we encourage people to uh, buy stuff from us than just donate. So that way we are exchanging art, right? So let me give you an example, right? So all so the stall here have tons of uh, hoodies and t-shirts and paintings and artworks and all sorts of things. And everything is donated by various artists from all over the world, right? And that way, like when we sell that, you know, you're, you're promoting the artist, you know, you and you're going home with something, knowing that, you know, for example, every hoodie we sell, uh, when we're doing this campaign called What Smiles, and we wanted to distribute what jackets to the children in the Himalayas. So we figured out like every hoodie we sell, uh, we could provide at least five warm jackets for the children, right? So instead of just asking for donations, our, our boat is like, why did you take this nice cool hoodie, you know, designed by one of the really good artists? It's original, you know what I mean? And then it's only limited. And know that your hoodie had just purchased five warm jackets for children to the oh. People like that sort of ideas, you know what I mean? It's phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, that's the way to support, man. We do, people can go to our uh, charity website. Uh, we're pretty active on Instagram to see what we're doing. Uh, recently, we were in Download Festival where uh, we were so lucky that uh, we had a guitar donated by the courtesy of our friendly team uh, at Fender, you know. So that guitar has been signed by quite a few headliners and some artists who played Download Festival. And uh, we have one here as well, which, is, which we're pretty stoked about. So uh, we'll try and collect more signatures from the band. Uh, we are in Bloodstock and in our Tangent Festival as well. So hopefully by the end of it, we would have uh, uh, an interesting piece of guitar to, to put an option. So the idea is that at the end of the festival season, we might do an event uh, where we would be auctioning all those guitars. And also the hope, the aim is to do a, a, an art exhibition for Nepali artists so we can really showcase their art from Nepal as well to people. So that way, you know, helping children, promoting artists from Nepal, showing people what the art in Nepal looks like, what not. And uh, bring heavy metal and tattoo together, really. You know, it sounds so weird sometimes. Even when I say things, I'm just like, this just sounds absolute like stoner cop. So like, this is decided to like, yeah, that sounds nice, that sounds nice, you know, but... But it has kind of manifested beautifully for us. And I was totally grateful for that, man. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Like, it's phenomenal work. Because obviously a lot of people, natural disasters happen or disasters happen. Yeah. And a lot of people forget about them after six months or a year or so. Sorry, yeah. yeah, it's absolutely crazy. But how has your 2003 been so far? Um, I, I love this festival, man. Like, uh, James and Rob and everybody from the festivals are incredibly, incredibly supportive. Uh, absolutely lovely human beings, you know. So... Uh, they opened their door uh, since last year and they are one of our supporters actually, you know, so uh, it feels like coming home, if anything, you know, yeah, such a small festival, and especially coming from downloads, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I am like, I have so much energy throughout the day because, you know, I don't need to just walk like 10 miles, you know what I mean? So I enjoy, no, no, no shooting on downloads, so that's one of my favorite festivals to go to as well, you know, but it has dark color, actually, to it, I suppose. 
phenomenal. But as we are at 2000 Trees, it is a music festival. And are there any bands you're really looking forward to going to check out while you're here? Uh, I saw Kiss Fight this morning and absolutely blown away. Shout out to Kiss Fight, by the way. Such a fucking sick band, man. And um, I, I, I had a time when I was really into Bullet for my Valentine's stuff, so it would be nice to see them live. Um, and uh, one of the highlight would be probably watching Bad Sabbath tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yes. wait, you know. <laughs> I can't wait for that. And knowing Jack Harder would be playing Maze, that's such a treat, you know what I mean? Yes. So, this is what I'm waiting for today, man. So let's see. What about you guys? Were you? Oh, thank you for watching. Holding absence of the course I watched them last night, but I've never seen them again. Yeah, they're pretty uh, sick, yeah. 100 Reasons, Hellas for Heroes, and uh, I'd put it on as well. Cage fight were on my list. Yeah. Skin dread cannot wait to oh, see. Oh yeah, good yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then there's the Empire State Bastards. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They have the matter for sure. Yeah. And gotta check that out. And, uh, now. There's an ice called Delilah Bond who's playing on the forest stage on Saturday. She's absolutely amazing. I can't wait to see her. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. okay, I definitely some Let's get some great, great bands. So a lot of mix of genres here. It's yeah. Yeah, that's what's interesting about this festival, right? Because uh uh, sometimes I feel like it's not really my cup of tea sort of thing and that's what makes it this even more interesting because I can just not be rushed because I have to see one particular band, right? So every time by the end of it, I always discover five, ten bands that I've never heard before and I go home and I'm like, it's so sick, you know? So it's almost like a discovery field for me, you know? So a big shout out to 2000 Trees for that, man. Amazing. Mate, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to us. That means the absolute world. It's been amazing to hear what you guys do. It's absolutely phenomenal. And everyone, go check them out and help. Thank you. Thanks so much, man. We really appreciate that people like yourselves that gives us space to talk about our spawn in our effort to do something for the kids at the past. So we really appreciate that. It's loads of good. Thank you so much for joining us. It's festival, guys, right? Thank you so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Cheers.